action. Hello and welcome to episode 53 of Ravage Critics. Uh, joined today by Full House of Obi, Joe and Chris. Oh wow, that's posh on Well, Ollie's, you know, a working man now, so... Um, We're sorry, Ollie. Are, are we yeah. not a working man? Well, true, but he works on weekends. It was Glenn's idea. I'm a working woman, but still. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you, Chris, for deputising uh, last week. Did a sterling job of hosting, apart from all of the slander which you directed at me, none of was which Was it me? I thought true. it was Obi. No, it was you, man. It was all of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying all of you, I wasn't there. All right. Saying I'm a wanker. Joe, Joe did text us and said... He was like, say this, say, say this, this, say this. <laughs> he, was putting, he was putting the wood in the fire, mate. Fill on the fire. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more... Uh, you went in a lot harder than we normally do on people that aren't on this episode. Did we? I don't know if we didn't really say anything that bad. <laughs> something about I love masturbation. Yeah, I called you something. Yeah, I called you a wanker and then... The, and then <laughs> and I said you were a serial killer. That's, that's standard stuff, Glenn. Yeah, true. It's yeah. why not? Yeah. Well... It's all lies. It's all lies. Um, one thing that I did want to follow up on from last week, though, is when you said uh, about your favourite kind of TV networks. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was a really good question because I was kind of... I know you guys said you probably think I would say Netflix, which is probably arguably true because I am not a massive fan of The Sopranos, but I have started watching Westworld and I watched all the first series in about three days. Um, and I loved it, but... I think on balance, because probably because Netflix has so many more TV shows that by sheer kind of volume and quantity. What is Westworld on? HBO. HBO slash Now TV. Mm. Um, so yeah, I would probably say Netflix, but it's. it's no, I was saying that I was looking through Netflix the other day and I was like, "There's nothing here I really want to watch anymore." Like, there's no new stuff that I'm like, "That looks really interesting. I'm going to give it a go." But I mean, then it is the it is the mm. little gems that do get you catch you out, like um, the Good Place. Mm. That was really good. Yeah. And and what happened to Monday? I know it's not a TV series, but that was really good, and it was a. But also, you got yeah. to balance up like a lot of Netflix, Netflix stuff isn't actually a Netflix original, even though they say Netflix original. It's because they've got the rights to distribute it in the UK, yeah. and some things they've kind of picked up series later on. So like you could say, oh yeah, Netflix got Brooklyn Nine Nine, but like actually that's NBC or Fox or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think it's tough because there's a lot of. Now TV, uh, sorry, Netflix original series, which are crap, but then some yeah. of them are really good. Yeah. Um, whereas I think HBO doesn't put out quite a lot, but mm. I think a lot of their stuff is fairly decent. Like a lot of people well, love Sopranos. You said The Wire. You've got Silicon Valley, which people, well, I like. And, Game um, of Thrones. Game of Thrones, Girls. Yeah, exactly. um, so yeah, it's tough. So definitely... A lot of quality content. Quality content. Apparently, quality, not quantity. Apparently, exactly. um, do you know Agents Carter? Agent yeah. Carter. The petition to bring it back. Oh, really? Yeah, I, f- I can't remember what TV series got cancelled. It was shit, though, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it wasn't great. It was uh, about Peggy Carter and how she basically started, S- started Shield. S.H.I.E.L.D. pretty much yeah. with um, Howard Stark. So, I can't believe I remember the names, mate. What's <laughs> we needed you. Do, do you remember um, we were talking, me and I were talking last week and I was saying that I couldn't think of a name of someone? And would you that go to. Super vague. There's only once I said it, so I don't know. Read, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember what it was about. Was it when you were trying to think of Jake Gyllenhaal? No, no, we've no, 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 no. Oh. no, no, no. I can't. Anyway, don't mind, don't if mind. it comes to you, let me know. Oh, um, but yes, so listeners, tweet us at YC Podcast Seventeen for your favourite um, TV network. Maybe we can do a poll, um, and then yeah, we'll announce the results next week. Um, any film news? Uh, none that I've seen. Um, Spawn. 
It's now being it's gonna it's, it's been at Bellums and it's gonna be portrayed by Jamie Fox. Jamie Foxx. And also what was it? Jason Momoa? Momo? Mamau? Momoa. Yeah. yeah. He's he was he was doing a film Yeah The Crow reboot. And it's he's no longer he's Crow, no yeah. he's no longer doing it. He's no longer and doing the no. director has also dropped yeah. out. That and film, and some, so a lot of the staff have dropped out as well for some reason. Yeah, the film seems to be in development hell. Like it's yeah. like the first film wasn't that when um uh Brandon Lee died yeah. on set. Yeah, he got shot on set. So it just seems and they've been what? trying to yeah he got shot on set. So someone or they had blanks but they'd accidentally replaced them with real life bullets and he was shot. Axe, how can you accidentally replace them with real life blood? I don't know. Fuck no, some don't stupid cunt. But yeah, he died. Someone did it definitely on purpose then. Just so. But he like, died on set and. Yeah. Um, but the film got quite a big cult following. Yeah, and they've been trying to reboot it for 20 years, yeah. and every time they've tried, it's. it's just some reason fail. or another, it's, it's not, yeah. not taken off. Um, yeah. Well, do you guys want to start with 13 Reasons Why then? Because okay. that was something which you didn't delve deep into last week and I assume all three of you have seen it yeah I've seen the first episode I thought this seems a bit unnecessary yeah. um I didn't like the style of it it kind of so you, have, you haven't finished it no but I know what happens oh, right. because I read up on it yeah because I didn't think it was worth my time watching it yeah. um so for me the first series was like there was the whole tension of well why does why did Hannah Baker choose to kill herself why is she implicating 13 different people in the reason yeah. for her death? Mm. So there was a certain tension there and a certain mystery. Yeah. Whereas this is like, you know that she's already died and the people who are left, like the fallout, it's just the way that they were kind of cutting between Tyler giving his testimony and then like the way like Clay was suffering um, yeah. and like his kind of visions of, of Hannah. That For me, that didn't work. Um, it kind of detracted from the realism of it and it also yeah. kind of made it a bit silly and also I thought the acting and writing was quite poor um, for the anyone, first anyone, episode. Anyone in particular? Um, the guy who plays Alex? I, I, hate, I don't think he was a very good actor. I hate his guts. Which one? Sorry, the which one's Alex? Is he the one that... shot himself. So there was a point in the first episode where he's talking to his mum and he's like, did I leave a suicide note? And she was like, yeah. And he was like, where is it? She's like, I'm going to tell you. And he's like, why? And then and I was like, yeah. And it was just like a random outburst. Yeah. Like, just look. Moody teenager. Just, no, it just, it, the acting was poor. The writing was poor. I do think that there was scenes in it. See, like, I really don't want to, like, but I do. I don't really want to put this tooth down because it does still hone in on the suicidal it's got a point of message. view. Does it have a good message? No, it doesn't. It's not a good message at all. Because I, so like I said in the last podcast, I genuinely really do think this series. I get like, and I think Obi said it in the. It it wasn't necessary, and it really does detract from the first season. And I think I understand. I understand that the first season was all from Hannah's perspective. Really, it was, and you just got snippets from other people, and then you were like, "Oh, you had the shock moments," and it was like really impacting on you. In this series, it's like I understand there's going to be other po- people's point of view, and it, Hannah's not going to be as prominent, not prominent, but like it's not. She's not going to be as like angelic, free of of, of any wrongdoings. Right, right, right. But this series, she's just there's so many other dynamic, not dynamics, other parts they brought in, and it's 
really yeah, just, just completely new stuff. Yeah, that, and it like, just what? it makes you think. So she had a compl- so she had a relationship over summer with the Chinese guy. Yeah, Zach. 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 And you didn't know that in the first series. And there was no ink. There's not even the ink. No, because there were quite all. a few interactions. Yeah. Yeah. And why would she not at have mentioned all. that in her tape? Yeah, exactly. That's it. Exactly. So then, so there's that. And then, obviously, Zach then said to her at the end of it, "Oh, can we just keep it between us? Because I don't want." them to find out basically and he said it in a nicer way but obviously she didn't take it very well then you had um, the fact that she had a sit down with Bryce at some point prior to the rape in the hot tub yeah so she, you wouldn't know but they have the jocks have this little shed thing where the they take girls the clubhouse and they take girls there get them high or drunk and then proceed to but Hannah, take but a I, picture or I, rape them I can't remember if Hannah got high with him but she did get high there I think with the others? Am I right in thinking that? I don't think so. No, that was that was a different time. So then, so like, so I'll tell you what, yeah. And we said in the last podcast. So I really like the f- where they went with this series, like the fact that they were going to do a trial, because I thought that's really interesting to see how the school would go about defending, defending themselves itself, yeah. and how it would affect other people. And the lawyer for the school was she was sick at her job, yeah. absolutely amazing, but like. So, I don't know where my point was going with that, but just letting you know she was amazing. And she's quite hot as well. Um, but, um, so there was other points. So there was like, uh, there was, so the guy who took photos, he was up first, and he, he when he was taking a photo of Hannah, he saw Hannah looking at herself yeah. in the camera. And, and taking a picture of her. But did she? I don't know. Well, see, this is it. it looked looked like like, so, so it looked like she did. So it's all perspective and it's all a matter of opinion. And I don't remember Hannah saying, doing that in the first series. But so just on that point, like, so what is this series trying to say about Hannah then? It's, trying to, it's, trying, to, it's trying to take away from her credibility, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. As but a, is, it, is it to the point saying that, like, oh, you shouldn't feel sorry for her or that to, she, to, she, an, to an extent, I think. Because is it like, oh, she took a picture of her breast, so she's a slut, so she deserves I to think, get sorry. assaulted? I, I, well... Is that what it's kind of... like? No. What's, you guys I, have seen the whole series. I think it? that the way they've tried to frame the series is that basically Clay is us. So Clay's sitting in the court finding out all these different things and different stories, yeah. different people's yeah. perspective, and he's like... And he's basically taking it to heart, like, oh... Why did you do this? Like, to, yeah. to, because he's imagining Hannah throughout the whole series that, that she's there. So he's like asking her, "Why did you do this? I can't believe you did this." Da 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 da. Blah blah blah. And does she, does she reply? No, yeah. she can't because she, she can't because yeah. it's, obviously it's Clay's. She, it's she, just Clay's man. She, she does reply, but she doesn't reply with an answer. Yeah, she's just, always very. It's just Clay's mind yeah. manifesting, manifesting right. answers. So I think the way they've set it up is that like we're kind of seeing it through Clay's yeah. the same perspective mm. as Clay because like I think that compared to season one, the continuity of Hannah's character is very different. That she like. There, she's apparently been doing things that are very out of character yeah, that yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have expected her to do based on the character that we saw in season one. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, coming from her perspective in season one, she's not going to like out herself as doing no, things exactly. that are like, you know, morally wrong, I guess. Although, she did technically, like, I'm not saying she's doing as much, she wouldn't have said all the stuff that we found out, but she technically did say that she was wrong for not helping with the whole rape thing with um, Jess. Jess. Yeah. And stuff like that. So she wasn't totally like not transparent, but I suppose she if, unless a it's a lot out. And well, apparently. yeah, apparently and she's, she's, and she's, she's not there to defend herself. She was a bully herself as well. Who was she bullying? She uh, bullied someone at her old school. 
she got in with a group of people and then they made a bully and then they put all the blame on her, it who, sounds like. You know that girl, sorry, this is yeah. so off topic, the girl who got bullied. Yeah. yeah. Did you know, you know um, the main girl from Spy Kids? Yeah. That's her sister. Is it? Yeah. Can um, I just ask you something? I might have missed this, but you know the woman who was helping... Jackie! Um, what happened to Jackie? So I, I, so, so I was of the opinion the girl who got bullied at the other school was Jackie's daughter. No, no. I thought Jackie's daughter died. I thought Jackie yeah, That's what I thought. Jackie's but she died. just after, she just disappeared. Yeah, but after yeah. that bullying thing that you yeah. found out about Hannah, yeah. Jackie was just gone. And yeah. there was a letter. Yeah. And she read a letter. Yeah. And you didn't we see didn't, the letter. We didn't hear it. We didn't yeah. see it. What happened oh, to Jackie? So Jack, yeah. Jackie's the one who helps Hannah's mum. Basically, yeah, yeah, the yeah, confidant. Yeah. Netflix yeah. spin up of what happens on Monday. What happened, <laughs> what happened to Jackie? Happened yeah. To Jackie? She just randomly appears in the first episode. Yeah. She randomly appeared and then randomly left. Yeah, but you have a lot of. This is like a. This is like six months later, isn't it? Because like Hannah's mum isn't with the dad anymore. I think that might have happened towards the end of last season. Anyway. Yeah. Before apparently, yeah. so. so there was, yeah, that's Hannah saw that. Yeah, there was, Hannah, which Hannah saw, yeah. The, there was a good bit. I say it's a good bit. It's 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 good for anyone who's thinking like obviously in a bad mindset. Uh, the the mum was saying that Hannah had a list of all the reasons why not to kill herself, and she only had ten. And the mum came out of a line like eleven, and she came out of a line like, "There's always more reasons why not than." why you should she said a lot better than I did which is, I think it's a very strong statement from them and I think it's very eye opening to people to say that to yeah. them but um, the, this school it's just it, it's become a ludicrous like it's become a mental EastEnders honestly like <laughs> there's all every single one of them has got some mental issue. Like, Clay is an absolute psychopath. I'm sorry. He is a psycho. He's got I don't think... Why do you think that? I don't think he's a psycho. <laughs> he, he's I just think, talking think... to someone that's not there. He goes yeah, and just grief. attacks that's, people. That's, that's grief, though. That's I grief. suppose. I, I think Clay... I think... Okay, if Clay's not a psychopath, then the other guy's a psychopath. Which one? <laughs> the, the leather jacket guy. Who, um, Tony? Tony. He's like... Yeah, but what is his deal? Because he's always so mysterious. We don't really know. He did yeah, say that he did say something about him and Hannah's relationship, and that he he owed her one. Hannah, Hannah basically stopped him from getting his third strike with the police and going to, going to juvenile prison. Oh yeah, he she hid him in the cinema. Cinema, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, and that's why she, that's why um, he basically distributed the tapes for her as a favour to her for paying him back for her helping him out in that point. But this this whole court thing, so it all started with it was just going to be about the school. I say just and Hannah, and then the tapes got released by Clay. Without asking anyone, you Anon- just released the, the anonymously, but the, every, over the internet. But they all figured it out. Yeah. Although actually, I say that everyone else thought it was the camera guy, Tyler. Tyler. I, he's. I. You feel sorry for his character. I think a little bit, Tyler, because he's just getting picked on relentlessly yeah. for what what he hasn't even done. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like he, he hasn't done anything. He got very harshly yeah. abused. But then he kind of flips it a little bit because he went on a date with this girl. He accidentally he came in his pants. He yeah. Yeah. And he left the cinema and left the girl there, and she knew what had happened somehow. Um, and then he just had a go at her, and he mates with her brother, and the brother was just like, "Just get out! I don't want to talk to you ever again." And then they were doing pranks and stuff to like the get jocks. people's attention, yeah. like try and make the statement that the jocks aren't nice people and stuff like that. And then obviously he lost his right hand man, and he went a bit. Went then a bit he tried mad. to shoot the score. That's the very last episode, and I think that whole scene is it's a bit stupid. is stupid. Is it a bit tasteless considering how many school shootings there's well, been in America? Well, there's been more shootings in weeks in the year, isn't there so far? In yeah, America, probably. from some a stat I read. But I think that they just put they put that. I don't think this was this was 
an organically uh, like constructed plot, if that makes sense. I think they cut because me and Chris after we saw the first two episodes, we were like, okay, this Tyler guy's gonna shoot up the school. Yeah, yeah. Because you I, see, I his, you see his weapons in the first series, yeah. and you see him go to a gun range. You see him love the fact that he's shooting and he, bottles. He, he, yeah, he took his mate to a, like a discreet little farm area and started shooting. So does he? Try and shoot up the school before or after he so, gets so he, sodomized. So he texts, oh, yeah, after he texts the girl that he likes or the guy who who he thinks is his friend, and we don't know again. We, we don't, don't know what he texts. Yeah, text so stupid in it that whole, yeah. and then they but they all get together. They're now a gang of friends, all of them, and they they like oh. And Clay's like, lock the doors, everyone get in here, I'll go and sort it out. He's, he's like, like and, dumb, and what's the guy, who's the guy, he's like, get, call Tony, get him to come now. Like, and then Clay just goes outside and he's like, calm down, it's alright, we're going to be with you. And he's just got this gun in his hand and he's poking it against Clay. And then Clay's like, you've got to go through me basically to do it. Then he's like, we can all help you. And the guy doesn't even say what's happened to him, he's just like, I just don't care, I just want to kill everyone. But he doesn't say that really. So the thing is like, this is just me. Like, obviously, if I was in this situation with Clay, yeah, if when he held the gun up to me, he was like, just go home, Clay. I'd be like, cool. <laughs> I yeah. would just put the gun up, yeah. See you later. I would run <laughs> I understand, I understand the, the, the thinking behind, um, I suppose he's got an assault rifle, but I don't understand the thinking behind, yeah, keep everybody in the, in the, uh, what's it called? The in school. The, in the school. Yeah. Because if he just decides to shoot Clay, then he's got free reign on yeah, the... On yeah, the just goes into yeah. The so I think, I think Clay, the whole point was Clay didn't want him to go down. He wanted them to all be like a unit. He wanted everyone to recover from this whole... Ordeal. Ordeal. And yeah. instead of... Again, I would have told the kid to go... Clay took the gun off him. The kid got in the car with Tony. The police were coming. I don't know who rang the police. And the, everyone... And Clay was just standing there with the gun in his hand like he's not going to get shot by the police. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that ending. I, I, it's stupid. Yeah. And is the the scene where Tyler gets sodomized That's so unnecessary? Is it? Does it kind of like build up to it, or is it just random? Like so, who does it? Like is so it... basically, Tyler and his mate. I've forgotten the name of his mate. They basically burn um, into the um, baseball field rapists, and then. Uh, graffitied all the walls and that same rapist and okay whatever it is um, and then Bryce's mate I can't remember his name either I remember his name Mon- ba- Montgomery Montgomery basically came up to him in the bathroom and basically said uh, you've ruined the season you've ruined my life what the fuck have you done to me um, <clears throat> can I say something about that kid quickly yeah he is the most stupid pointless annoying yeah, irrelevant is. character, character in the yeah. whole show yeah, he is. he's just he's your typical like uh, arsehole jock yeah friend of a friend of a bully doesn't really yeah. say much doesn't really do much just comes by and says hey you're a dick and stuff like that yeah, like he's exactly. completely pointless then you find out that his dad you, in like episode 11 you find out that his dad is like um like uh, gets drunk and hits him or something like that, which would have been nice to know maybe beforehand, yeah. which could have explained why he was such a dick. Gives a backstory, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then he just—he's just a fucking idiot. But then, <laughs> then Justin's come from a broken home, and like you know, I know he's a bit of a knob in the first series, but he does have elements of pathos. So yeah. there's this Montgomery guy who you see in the first series and <laughs> episode one of series two. Like he—he he doesn't seem as sympathetic. So I don't know. No, Montgomery's just a dick. He's a twat. You can see. Uh, but then, like, Justin it... can come back from it a little yeah. bit because I don't know but I could just tell but then Montgomery's just dick so like, why why so, does he so, do so what he, he does he to does Tyler? It. So, so Bryce basically says, so he goes to Bryce and he's like how can we sort this yeah. 
And then Bryce is like, sort what? There's nothing to sort. I'm leaving. We're nothing. Like, basically, just it's go finished. do your own thing. And he's, he just gets really annoyed. And he goes into the bar. I don't know if he was looking for him, Tyler. I'd he, imagine he would. That's very coincidental. True. He yeah, just, he was he, oh, Okay, so he went into the bathroom, smashed his head against the mirror, smashed his head against the sink. Do you know what, yeah? Well, one, I thought they were going to kill him. Yeah, and yeah two, I did as well. And two... These kids nowadays have strong heads because he smashes his head up against the mirror. I think it was a mirror. Yeah. And then smashes it on the sink twice. Yeah. And I was like, I'd be dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or at least be in a coma or and something. Then, like and that. he shoved his head down the toilet, he was flushed it. And then, and then stick, out of nowhere, he just got the stick. A bro. <laughs> and just. Shoved it, bu- shoved it up his bum. How far must he have shoved that broom up his bum bro. for it to bleed? Well, no, because if you've never, you know, yeah, no, it if there's no it lubrication would, or it something, would have, like, mm. it would have bled anyway. But you can like, it, it was, why are you why are you filming this part? <laughs> this is not the, the nice conversation we normally was, have. Was, this is not representative of our podcast. No, it's going to be a lot lighthearted than this. <laughs> it was really graphic when he pulled it out and you could just oh, see yeah, the tip of the broom covered in fuck like, off. shit. And uh, and but yeah, he's just there screaming. Cheers, Birch. <laughs> What's uh, Bertie? He said, what time to join in here, that. <laughs> are, we not, are we podcasting live? Apparently. Oh, um, right. This is a new development. I, I didn't but, know that. So, right. so, the absolute like atrocities that happens to Tyler, it must have been very hard to watch. Do you feel like was, yeah, they was, yeah, justify the inclusion of that scene? Um, or is it kind of are they I, are they getting into the territory where they're just doing like something controversial? So last exactly. season they had suicide and female rape. This season they've got kind of I think it was a shot male rape yeah, and I, I think they shoot, just they, school shootings. They literally just done the Tyler thing so they could set up him going to the I dance agree. and I agree. But surely, like if he's people. being bullied kind of relentlessly, as it seems he is from the first two series. Yeah. Like, that might be motivation enough anyway, because Hannah was go- experiencing quite a lot, yeah. and, you know, it, that led her to depression and things like that. Yeah, it is true, but, like, three quarters of the way f- through the series, um, basically, the school, because of what Tyler done to the ba- baseball field, the school basically sent him to a retreat or something for a couple of weeks, where you basically... It's like a rehab for troubled kid, and when he came back, he seemed really calm and just mellow. And then, see, I thought that was a forced calm. I thought he was mm. planning to shoot at school up anyway. Do you reckon? Yeah. No, no, I know that's not what they did. I thought that was what he yeah. was going to do. Uh, yeah. I thought he was going to be like pretend I'm calm and then I'm going to kill everyone anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in actual fact, it seemed like he actually did try to turn. Yeah, a he, new he made he made a call. But then obviously and then that broom thing was like the final. He got right. Yeah, and then switch. And then he like he like later on he's like on sitting on the toilet and he like puts <sighs> his fingers like up near where his bum is and then there's like blood on his fingers. Oh yeah, it's like God. Grim. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of gruesome. So does this series detract from the important message and kind of hard hitting thing that bit, series yeah. one? A little bit, yeah. Because it kind of just seems a bit like everyone's been kind of there's been lots of complaints about this yeah. scene in particular. Yeah, does it kind of justify the series does it do you no. want to see a third or do you no. just I, re- I really don't want to see a third Hannah, season Hannah's not coming back for season 3 she shouldn't come back for, I'm she shouldn't come back for series 2 it, it'll yeah it'll be if they do do a season 3 it'll be centred on Clay Tyler and um, Tony mm. so mm. do you think there should have been a series 2 no no, no. 
But no, I'm not. No. I you need to be on camera, man. Why? Come on. The audience <laughs> is be- begging to see your <laughs> face. <laughs> well, all, all, all one viewer. <laughs> What's it Some on? Birch? Instagram. Oh, okay. No, it's Ant now, to be fair. Oh, is it Ant? Oh, yeah, Some yeah. Ant's only suing the pod. What for? Because I stole one of his points that he made to me on Xbox two weeks ago. Wow. <laughs> What's the point? About, uh, the, I, I don't know. <laughs> the point was about... Um, Look how beautiful he is. Obviously. The point about uh, it, season two being from some other people's perspective and season one being about from Hannah's perspective. So do you think that the perspectives from both series is reliable or unreliable? Because Hannah seems to have presented her own kind of truth. I'd like to and now this ser- series two is everyone else's truth of her. I'd like to hope that season one was the more reliable account of how things happen. Because I feel like with season two maybe take away Zach I feel like pretty much everybody else was trying to kind of like save their own skin sort of thing so they, they might have had a slightly skewed version I, I quite liked Zach in this oh, he's, yeah he's a nice guy he seems like a stand up guy cool. Alex okay. however is a come sorry he's just a bit mental he's, he's a dick. I don't care he was, no, he was a dick in season one as well yeah. he's a twat yeah. I don't know I hate him I don't like him any final thoughts on Je- Jessica's a melt like, I know a melt she, yeah I know she went through the whole rape situation and that can be mentally tough but if you go into a courtroom and you're under oath and they ask you a question about it mm. don't lie to be fair he's got Bryce's girlfriend she's a melt and all but I understand that more because she only had like half an hour to process that whole thing they expect, they showed does Bryce go to prison? no no he no. gets three months no. probation no what? So the guy said it's his first strike, so he didn't want him to go down for it. What, so three rapes is one strike? No, because he only got done for... He just, didn't Jessica, get done. just Jessica's one. Just Jessica's one. She's the only one who so what, so that whole, yeah, the, that the, whole thing at the end, that wasn't real, was it? Which, that was which where all the women were coming yeah, yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. So they basically, in the last episode, they do a thing where uh, Jessica's giving a statement, uh, basically, to Bryce. This is when they're at court for his, um, his alleged rape or whatever. And um, they kind of, like, do, like, a... I suppose an imaginary sequence where lo- all the loads of different women in the series they all talk about how they've been sexually assaulted and stuff like that, and I thought it was actually quite quite powerful because of the sheer amount of people yeah. who the I sheer did... amount of women they brought up and just did, gave a little bit of story and like, added onto the story bit by bit. Yeah. So that was pretty. That was that was. That was it's right. powerful, but I don't know if it was necessary. I think it was because the whole thing about season two was about like you know sexual assault and True. rape culture and stuff like that so yeah. mm-hmm. to say I think they had to get all those women up and say like we've all suffered through this I think was it a me too kind of thing yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like, it, took me, it took me a while to realise what had happened because like, like Clay's mum came up and spoke mm-hmm. and I was like what is she doing up there on the stand like what is happening here and then yeah but yeah Bryce I can't be yeah Bryce had killed uh, not killed <laughs> bloody hell he had raped three people in this whole series but the thing At, is though well yeah in the series people yeah, are like oh I can't more. believe you got three months probation but that's that's reality that, happens, that stuff happens all the time yeah. rape, rape, rape um, what's the word rape not rape victims but rape the pe- rapists I guess rarely well I say rarely not as much as they should do get convicted for yeah. well up until this is hard because yeah. it's such a hard thing to prove up until yeah. the other day in Ireland if you were raped um, and had an abortion you would be in prison longer of having an abortion than oh yeah they had a referendum about it oh really yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's Mm. fucked up innit Um, also last question um, what sport do they actually play these jocks because first series was basketball basketball and American football this annoyed me series 2 was baseball it's baseball and literally everything was like oh yeah the baseball team the baseball team I was like what is going on I was like why are we so focused on 
this one baseball team. And I was like, what, does everyone who plays basketball also play football and also play baseball? Are there not different people on these yeah. fucking teams? I've oh. seen baseball as well, and it's boring as fuck. <laughs> um, so anyway, let's entertain our two viewers by talking about something a little bit more. Oh, we got two. 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 Like, yeah, Pickford, Pickford isn't it? Um, Some Pickford. Can we talk about something a little bit more light-hearted? Um, Go for it. So, Deadpool 2. Uh, we've all seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Is it funnier or is it better than the what first? What are you reading? Um, <laughs> the comments. Uh, uh, I think it's funnier. Funnier than the first. But does that make it better than the first? Um, Wait, what are we talking about now? Deadpool, Deadpool 2. 2. Oh, okay. In some ways, yeah. But I think the second is better anyway. Okay, and what are your reasons for that? Because, um, basically... They could just be a little bit more free with the characters. In the first film, they had to set everything up and build everything towards something. And then... In the, it's making a valid point. No, in the second, the second, in the second film, because they didn't have to do an Origins thing, they could just do whatever they wanted, really. Yeah. And you think that was... You're a terrible character. Liber- I know, I know. That was liberating. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that... I don't know the word, but freedom of it, sort of, I, would, I would assume, helped film a lot okay so do you feel like you preferred the character of Deadpool in this his arc or the character because I feel like the character of Blind Owl was barely in it the, is that um, the Blind Owl woman yeah is it Vanessa she dies pretty quickly yeah and spoiler <laughs> this whole thing's a spoiler man <laughs> and um like you don't really see her character develop you don't see their relationship develop well, it's hard. And also, Weasel, TJ Miller's character, is barely developed. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lack of development in this film. It's a lack is... of development for the characters that are already there. Does it need any development, though? Well, it's just, it's, 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 some it's, it's just yeah. Deadpool, Cable, and this kid. Pretty much. True. Yeah. Just going on a mission. So you don't fighting really... each other, then going on a mission, saving the kid. So you didn't like the film? I thought it was alright. Not as I good thought, as the first. I thought it was funny. I thought the parts that were funnier... No, sorry. The parts that were funny were funnier than the last one. Yeah. I, I don't think there were. Well. I don't think there were as many funny parts in this one. Okay. If that makes sense. Maybe it's recency bias, but I think that the second one was funnier than the first. Yeah. Although, annoyingly... I think that is recency bias. It probably is, to be fair. But annoyingly, and I didn't realise, I saw it in... It was fucking subtitled... Really? Yeah, like, obviously because they have to have one audio described oh, like, showing each yeah, day, and yeah. I, it it wasn't obvious to me when I was booking the tickets that yeah. it was going to be audio described. So subtitles. So obviously, I'm trying not to read the subtitles because I don't need to. Yeah. But it was um, pre- it was preempting the jokes. Yeah. yeah. So and I could see oh. the jo- the punchline coming up, and I was like, ah, oh. it was still funny, but yeah. it wasn't as impactful. It was yeah, like the, yeah. the timing wasn't wasn't there. Um, so that was annoying. But I think it was definitely kind of all the meta stuff, all the kind of self-referential stuff was for me a lot funnier mm. um, like when he's talking about Logan especially yeah. the post credit scene when he goes back and kills his uh, version X-Men of Deadpool Origins, yeah. when he shoots Ryan Reynolds in the head <laughs> all that sort of stuff was was funny but I think what detracted from the film for me was they kind of tried to put too much emotion in it and that was really not in keeping with the first film so the mm. first film was very kind of tongue in cheek and whilst this one still is they were trying to really kind of tar on the the emotion and, and yeah. it didn't work for me. What do you think, Odd? So, I thought the film... Like, like, like the first one, I thought the film was okay. It's not great, you know? It's not terrible. It's like an okay film. The first ten minutes, I thought were actually really good. So the bit where 
you know, he's having his... So things, I think you said about the emotion in the film, you thought it wasn't really in keeping, but I think I... I know that it wasn't really in keeping with the, how the first film went, but I actually quite enjoyed the emotional the emotional aspect of it. So like, the first 10 minutes where, you know, obviously you got your bit, bits of laughter when he's, like, uh, doing his missions or whatever, and then he's with his girlfriend and, obviously, and she dies and stuff. I thought that whole bit, and then when he um, chases the guy who killed her and grabs him and then throws the the pair of them into the into the um, truck. The truck, yeah. I actually really I thought that bit was, and then it cuts to like the the uh, opening title screen or whatever. Yeah. I thought that bit was really really good. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm really like interested in this film now. Yeah. Then from there, I just don't really think it got any better, to be honest. And uh, there's a lot of jokes in in it. Some I think are a bit forced, personally. But there was a lot of Marvel stuff, a lot of Marvel yeah. jokes, which I think they were forcing it a bit. And although I found a lot of it amusing, I didn't think I found any of it like really that funny, if that makes sense. On that point, you know when he says, that's so dark you should be from the DC universe? Yeah. I feel like what I Cable says for him to warrant that response isn't in keeping. Like yeah. what he says isn't that dark. Yeah. Doesn't he say something like, oh, dubstep shit? Or something like that. And, and he's know, like, like oh, it's so dark. Like, yeah. fuck off. What do you I thought that was funny though. It was funny, but I just think like it it was it was kind of like they had the punchline and they were trying to fit yeah. uh, a kind of setup to it. I think Pickford agrees with you. Um, <laughs> so what did we think of the character of Cable? Oh, can I quickly talk about Russell? Oh yeah, yeah, I Russell. He was super annoying, and uh, yeah, and yeah, for he, he for me he detracted from the film. I don't think he's a very good actor. No, he's jarring. Wait, which one was Russell? The, the little kid. Kiwi guy. So he's jarring. in Hunt for the Wilder People, and he's very funny in that. Yeah. But that's quite like a naturalistic thing whereas in this it's obviously oh, there's a bit he's, where he he's like, supposed to properly act and I don't think he does there was a bit where he was like pulling out the rope and I was like what the fuck are you doing I was like you know what he was doing I was like what I was like what I was like this ain't funny I, I, I don't know he just, I just found him super annoying I don't know it's just me yeah no I, I agree with you um, yeah he was a bit kind of OTT um, yeah I thought the X-Force was funny though when they uh, jumped out the plane that was that, that was, was very funny. funny. I was quite, do you know what? I was actually kind of disappointed in that. I wanted to see. I wanted them. to see an X Force, and I think it was it was like a shock because obviously you know they all die in about two three minutes. But at the same time, I was like, I, which was good. I think it was good that it was a shock because obviously I didn't no one saw it really yeah, saw it coming. No but at the same time, I was like, oh shit! I actually just wanted to see like Terry Crews yeah. and whoever else was in. But I, I I did think it was a good kind of twist because the whole marketing campaign was all about like their yeah, music a lot of the trailers yeah. featured them jumping out the plane yeah. um, I thought Pete was funny but yeah like <laughs> like you were saying like Brad Pitt, I would either have liked to see them a little bit more before they die yeah. or for them not to die yeah. at all um, although what do we think do we think that when he goes back using the watch thing that he um, saves all of them or does he just save Peter he just saves Peter I think he just saves Peter one to, I think that whole that whole him going back in time to save everybody and do whatever I think is bullshit and it takes away from the, basically the crux of the film mm-hmm. so like the beginning the film is basically about him his girlfriend dying him wanting to basically join her in heaven and her saying you know like your heart's not in the right place for him like you know uh, basically becoming selfless and giving himself up for this kid and he dies at the end and all that stuff. Like the death scene I thought was good and really also quite funny as well and I thought it was really well done but then <laughs> yeah. they just like, like yeah okay we're going to reverse it Cable's going to bring you back to life cool whatever I can live with that at least I didn't really think it was yeah. great but I can live with it and then at the end he's like oh yeah we're just going to take this your machine thing that we thought was broken and give it back to the X-Men and then they can fix it and then, then 
and then he can go back in time and save his girlfriend and save Peter and da da da. And I was just like, this is just you're just reversing pretty much everything you've done in that throughout this yeah, entire that, hundred minute film. That I think really it's annoyed me. It kind of cheats you because you think, oh, Vanessa's died. This is put him on this course for mm. you know the plot, and then all the X Force die. But then yeah, they just undermine it completely by you know making her come back Redoing to life. Redoing everything. Um, also, they don't need to rewind time to save Deadpool. They just need to take that fucking thing off his off, neck. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then he'll regrow or reheal. Um, well, you don't know that. And also, yeah, I, I didn't believe Cable's um, motivation for staying because this whole yeah, thing bullshit. is to save his family. Yeah, yeah. And then he finally saves them, and then he doesn't want to go back. He's like, oh, I can figure out how to, it's more to bu- stop the world from it, it's, fucking itself. It's, it's more bullshit because Deadpool wanted to die. Mm. Yeah. He would have been better off reversing time and saving Vanessa and then, and then Deadpool would have wanted to survive and then they would have just taken off the collar. And also by stopping Russell from killing his teacher, should that, I mean, that means his, his family are safe, but would that not also impact the world and like, you know, because yeah. Russell... Butterfly effect. Exactly. So the world might not be. I, I do think the end was just a jokey thing because I don't think they're going to do a Deadpool three. They're going to do an X Force film. They're going to do an X Force film. And is that going to be Domino and Deadpool? I think at least. And Cable. Um, I also thought it was a shame oh, that a lot of the characters. It takes it's bare recording yeah. stuff on your phone. Ooh. When did you start recording out of curiosity? I don't know. I can't remember. Like maybe 15 minutes ago? Sorry, I'm um, so random. <laughs> so like I was kind of touched on earlier, a lot of the characters they introduced in the first one have little to nothing to do in this one, which is a shame yeah. because they are part of what makes the first film very good. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like they were just thrown to the side. Like that teenage Negasonic Warhead or whatever her name is. Yeah. Like, yeah, she gets a, a girlfriend, which is quite progressive, but... She has absolutely nothing to do or say in the entire film. What would she, what would she have done? Like, well, she could have helped in the mission. Like, you've got Domino there, who's got quite a prominent part. I think you've already got a female character. Like, I think they're trying to show her as a like, moody teenager a little bit as well, though. And does she... So she's teenage... Teenage Negasonic What happens when she's not a teenager anymore? She'll just be neg- adult Negasonic Warheads. I don't know. Silly, um, silly, silly name. Also, I thought the CGI in this was very ropey. Uh, uh, Juggernaut. Juggernaut was, or, really yeah. Juggernaut was awful. awful. But also, when they're in the car chase and the truck, oh, yeah, and the bad. cars are rolling yeah, over, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Just, and, and, and the Domino's like walking past, yeah. Yeah, that was and, the, and the petrol station exploding. It looked yeah. so really like fake. I also yeah. say that petrol station exploding would have caused a hell of a lot more damage than it did. Because I've, I've seen the aftermath of Hemel, the one near Hemel Hempstead. And oh my god, a petrol station exploding will shatter f- windows for miles away. It's mental, so that's very un- unrealistic, that mm. part. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just. I did feel. Uh, do you know what? I actually really like the character of Domino. I thought, the ca- I thought the actress did a really good job, and I thought she, was, she, added, she added good, funny parts because of her ability. But then I also thought that she's never going to die because. Yeah. She's too lucky. Mm, yeah. But it's like a superpower. Well. That's the debate that they had. Yeah. I would see an X-Force movie, and I do want to watch this again, but it was... I mean, I don't know whether it was... I don't think it was better than the first one. I think maybe I laughed a bit more, but then again, that's probably recency bias. I think I I laughed more in the first one. I just don't think they needed a love interest in this one. I just didn't didn't need to revolve around that. And it just kept going back and forth to it, and it was just like... I didn't mind that. I, that's the aspect of the film that I actually didn't mind because I thought there was an actual like 
target. Yeah, like, there's an actual aim for the, like whereas for the first one, I didn't think there was really like an actual proper plot if that makes sense like things were yeah. just kind of happening and he was just making jokes and I was like cool well the first one he just wanted he thought he, he, there was a cure for his his look yeah and this one which I think was, he wanted a yeah, kid this one I, I prefer I much prefer the storyline of this one overall I think they're about the same to be honest yeah. I think the first one's a bit funnier second one's got a better storyline I was yeah. a bit disappointed because the director David Leach was co-director of John Wick and directed Atomic Blonde, both of which have some incredible action scenes yeah. in it. And I don't feel like this did. I don't feel like it kind of allowed him to express his but, fight choreography yeah. as well. To um, be fair, though, Deadpool's fight choreography is a little bit... Ropey. ...too much for, I'd imagine, Ryan Reynolds to do or a stuntman. It's very acrobatic. Yeah, but they could definitely do that. CGI or whatever. Um, so overall, it was good. Also, I think it's a shame that this film was twice. It cost twice the amount of money that the first film made, mm. and I don't think it shows. No, I don't no, think really. it's the CGI. Isn't there's it, not though? fifty million pounds worth of no. um, extra CGI or they CGI the arm the whole way through. Yeah, mm. CGI juggernaut when yeah, he came into. Do you know it's Ryan Reynolds doing the voice for that? Really? Yeah, yeah. and, the, and the body cap motion thing. Because they ran out of money to hire another actor. Oh, really? Even though I'm pretty <laughs> sure the industry's minimum is about 10 grand, so if they didn't have 10 grand... Uh, well, they, they could have fucked off the cameo of the X-Men. I liked that, that was funny. That was funny. Although, yeah. it really fucks the timeline up. Like, even yeah, more. It's fucked. Yeah. So, this film references Logan, yeah. which came out two years ago. Yeah, um, last year. Last year? Last year, yeah. So, right, it's set way in the future. future. So, this film... Yeah, so Logan's set in the future. This film references Logan, but it's yeah. kind of set in present day. Has He references uh, Patrick Stewart as Professor X, yeah. even though the cameo of the X-Men it's they James show McAvoy. is James McAvoy. Yeah. And that currently, if they're filming Dark Phoenix, is set 1990s because it's set before the first yeah. X-Men film. So this is like one big mindfuck. But that that is... Deadpool he's a 4-4 breaking 4th oh, no. dimensional fuck tough well, doesn't he say if you break a 4-4 within a 4-4 isn't that a 16 wall <laughs> 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 so yeah so overall I thought it was alright yeah, any, cl- any closing thoughts it wasn't a bad film it was alright mm. it was an unnecessary film again unnecessary yeah fair enough but it made money it made money man it broke yeah. box office well nearly broke box office records didn't it which Solo did not Solo did not, Joe. And Segway. why? Why did Solo not? In your opinion, film. I don't. I don't know. I didn't mind it. I thought it was an alright film. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, not better than average, but I feel like unnecessary again, yeah, wasn't it? Completely unnecessary. Like I feel like the was anybody really like oh. What is San Ho- uh, Han Solo's backstory like? Really? No. Did anyone was anyone that invested in it? I'd imagine the people that. Watched the, the the first three fil- the first three films four five and six four five and six I'd imagine they would be slightly intrigued but that's because they grew up with um, yeah. Solo but I feel like Rogue One justified itself in the sense that it was filling a temporal gap yeah right? it filled in that space between three and four and almost all of the characters were in Rogue One don't survive Rogue One yeah, exactly. so therefore it's a self-contained film exactly whereas this not only does it set itself up for a sequel which kind of annoyed me. But it also made me confused as to when it's actually set. So it's Han Solo as a, as a the, kind of the, 20s, maybe 30, 
But then at the end, um, Kyra is talking to Darth Maul. Yeah. So obviously the, this is set before the Phantom Menace. No, it's no, not, no, no, it's no, not. no, it's not. The 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 film is basically set just after uh, Emperor Palpatine invokes Order sixty six. Is when the clone troopers start killing all the Jedi, and there's a massive war between everyone. So just after number three. Just maybe, after number three. Maybe. But maybe. doesn't Darth Maul die? He in does. The and well, then, and then in the in the cartoons they bring him back as like a half, uh, which is bringing back as a half robot, half whatever he is. Right. Because that's not made obvious and no, I don't know no, if, if the makers of this film should expect people to know that because I saw it and I was like well this must come before the first film then because Darth Maul's in it and Han Solo would be very old my friend well, exactly that's yeah. what I was thinking I was like this doesn't make any sense but if you paid close attention like if if you weren't expecting it then you wouldn't but Darth Maul's legs were mechanical oh uh, okay fair enough did yeah. you see that in the film? I did yeah but yeah, I mean, I don't think it was particularly necessary. I thought no. it was it was it's just fun. It, it, it was, was like a light-hearted, mm. like, compared to Rogue One. Yeah. It um, was interesting to see where Han Solo sort of started his whole smuggling thing, but... But you don't, like you really, you, but you don't really see his start, do you? you don't no, you still know, don't actually see... You don't see good, why... You don't see how actually, yeah. he got from A to where we started B in his in little... Tatooine. Uh, Tatooine. You don't... And he doesn't really explain it either, he just says we were it here. Doesn't, doesn't um, Woody Harrelson's character say there's a gangster on Tatooine yeah. who's got a job or something? Yeah, who's got so a big he wants job. to go there. Yeah, he did, to be fair. But yeah, well, it does kind of set What are you talking about? I'm saying, like, bef- like, the beginning of the film, Han Solo is just somewhere and oh, he's right, stealing something. Right. And, then, and you don't know what, how he got to that place in the beginning. He was just what, there. Where he was first with Amelia Clark. Yeah. He was, I think they grew up there. Under the wing but of yeah, that it's snake not... thing. But how? Ah, oh, whatever, cool. That's... Yeah. It was that's... obviously born there and... Was it obvious? I didn't... I that's, didn't what I took, that. that's what I took from him. I took what John took from it. But he was born there and he's just been doing... Yeah, he was in the underworld from then. 20 years, yeah. yeah, I don't think it was... But, again, it, but it's not clear. Yeah, no, no, it's not clear. And they didn't really explain the valley that well either. It was just like, I'm working for this thing and this thing is really dangerous and then he just threw a rock through a ceiling and the thing was... Yeah. yeah. Burnt alive, pretty much. Yeah. That was, that's not here nor there. Really. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But that is Star Wars, though. You're going to see so many characters, extras yeah, 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 yeah. you're not going to get backstory and everything. What, what did you think of it, Obi? Um, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Again, like, maybe like a six out of ten. Yeah. Um, it's hard, I think it's hard to do prequel films with characters who you know survive. Yeah. Yes. In, 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 in action setting. So there's no so peril. Like, so exactly. Yeah. So like even some, well, pretty much every action sequence. Although I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. Um, I was like, they kind of bored me because I know that you know yeah. nothing's gonna, nothing, yeah. fatal is gonna happen to yeah. any of the main people anyway. So although when Tandy Newton's character dies, like Woody Harrelson does not seem that upset. Well, I kind of no. find that a bit odd because. Obviously, she kills herself because of you know them pirate people who they were, whoever they were, and then at the end of the film they're like, oh yeah, actually we're alright. So she kind of killed herself for nothing. Yeah. Were there <laughs> any positives? Uh, I thought the actor did an alright job. Yeah. His hand yeah. solo. I quite enjoyed. Yeah, I quite enjoyed yeah. um, Thingy as well. Lando. Lando. Yeah. I thought Lando yeah. was very good. Lando was good. Yeah. Um, I actually thought that. The L L three robot. She was jokes. Like, Do you think? I yeah, don't I like so. her. This I like, found her quite annoying. I this like feminist was, I robot. Get, like, things, I get it. I know what they were trying to do, but I thought it was really heavy handed. Like, like 
a bit over the top, but that might just be my toxic masculinity speaking. So, oh, it's all right. It's all right to be tender. Um, yeah, I think Olden Aaron Reich does a good job of imitating Harrison Ford doing Han Solo. Yeah. Um, there was a, sorry, there was a. Um, I was talking to Chris about this the other day. There was a theory on Twitter that um, uh, right is it right name right in the new ones yeah, right. right is the daughter of Han Solo and. Um, and yeah, so and, that, and that's why her and did I have a, did I say that? Well, I said that, and you said, you said the thing about it, yeah. her and thingy having a connection. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh right. Okay. So, so Kylo Ren and Ray have a connection in the film, don't they? Yeah. And there's a reason they have a strong connection. Yeah. So we're assuming that it's, they're both oh. Han Solo's children. Very Does good. it detract from the film for you knowing that they have set it up as for sequels? Considering Kyra's like gone on her mission with Darth Maul, and I don't think know. it will have a sequel. But then, what's the point? They might as well have made it self-contained, like Rogue One. I think they probably, they probably anticipate, they couldn't. Though. They probably anticipated this film being more successful. They could have. They could have ended it that, with because they did like zero marketing for this film. Like not really. They this not well. I wouldn't say zero because they um, advertised this film during the Super Bowl. So that's pretty, okay. That's pretty, yeah, it's not uh, not yeah. been as forceful as Last Jedi, and yeah. that no. I think Last Jedi is probably one of the reasons why they haven't because. Last Jedi was still in cinemas up until mid January. Mm. This come well, I think the original release date was April sometime. Yeah. And obviously they've pushed it back. But this film's had a kind of troubled production history with they fired Chris Lord and Phil Miller or Phil Lord and Chris Miller, yeah. I can't remember which way they are. Um so and extensive reshoots, apparently Ron Howard reshot about up to seventy percent of the entire film. Oh wow. really? Yeah. Jesus. And if you start marketing a Star Wars film once and Star Wars film has literally just stopped yeah. in the cinema audience can be like it's too much come on and it's not re- I mean it's a new story but, but we, it's not a new character we, it's not we need to get used to it because they're going to do this well, every year they, um, but every year is for the Fett fine. film okay I wouldn't mind seeing a Boba Fett what's film but if this came out at Christmas like fair enough because the last three the, point, yeah, yeah, the yeah, last yeah, three Star Wars films have come out at Christmas so it's like you've got the entire year to get used to it yeah. and I know people might be like oh well you've got Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out so soon after um Avengers but I don't know I think there's more of a precedence for Marvel releasing several films in a year and because they're all so different in a sense that they're on different planets they're on different storylines they've got different tones and characters and again the same with Star Wars but Star Wars no matter what planet you're on still feels like a Star Wars film whereas Ragnarok was a comedy whereas Infinity War is like a war film and yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be a heist film so they're all, they all feel a lot more different to me than the Star Wars films do yeah. um, I have a problem with I don't know if you guys see it as well I haven't watched any of the old Star Wars films you need to but um, I will at some point um, I feel like all sci-fi action comedy you know those sorts of mm. drama type of films are so similar so like you know right at the beginning of the film where he, where Han Solo is saying to that big alien thing, oh yeah, I've got, he's got holding like a rock or something. He's like, oh, I've got this bomb or something. Duh, yeah. duh, duh. And she likes make, like making jokes, kind of saying, oh, that's not a bomb, it's just a rock. You've been hand, like it's supposed to be funny. I was like, this, this I feel like this, this just, this tone of, like these tone of jokes just feels like every sci-fi film does it. Does that, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm making any sense here, but like, I feel it's like a very, basically it's just like a very Marvel, Disney sort of thing to do. And yeah. I don't know if the old films are similar comedy, com- comedic wise to no, this. Not at all. And no, and, it, all. and even though I haven't watched the old ones, it kind of annoys me because I feel like these 
I suppose they're they are because they are Disney films. They are kind of going to be tonally quite similar, yeah. but it annoys me that they are so the, similar. But the, the first three films aren't. Actually, the first six aren't Disney. Yeah, exactly. So I'm imagining yeah. they were they different. It's probably one of the reasons why the, they're so successful. Yeah, the, the old films, obviously, you have a couple jokes thrown in. Yeah. But not as much as the current Disney films. Yeah. And I feel and like the, it's really obvious they're trying to be funny. Yeah, the old films are a lot more serious yeah. most of the time. Yeah, because it's all about war and everything. Yeah. I also feel like, as much as Han Solo's a good character, he's always really been a supporting character, and he probably should have stayed one, because I was actually getting annoyed by how smarmy and arrogant he is. I was like, it's fine to have you in, like, bits... But when the whole film is about him, I was just like, nah, you're a prick. <laughs> like, I was glad you get he's pushed very, off the fucking edge by conf- Kylo Ren. <laughs> he's a very confident guy. Han Solo is. Yeah. I mean, it was it, it was fine. Like, yeah. it passed the time. I was getting a bit bored. Yeah. I don't think it was particularly necessary. It's way too long. Yeah, it was. Way How long, long was it? Like, two like and a half hours? Like, two hours, 20. Way too long. Yeah, it doesn't justify itself, to be honest. And it... it doesn't seem to have made particularly a lot of money. So. Well, no, it, it didn't make mo- the money it took to make. make. Yeah. I think it did. I don't think it did. This film will cost like uh, 200 million, 250 uh, million. Well, it's only been out a couple of weeks. I think it, it's only made 150 million. Really? Yeah. Although, in contrast, Avengers Infinity War is at 1.922 billion. Dollars. Nice. Dollars, yeah. It's always in dollars, Chris. Nah, so it's about 80 not million my, off Not in my billion. country, mate. How much, um, did, how much did Black huh? Panther make? It's a white Brexit. 1.3. Oh, so... It's... I didn't vote Brexit, yeah. mate. Um, <laughs> are you able to pass me a cotton bud? Thank you. So, I want to talk about Westworld. I'm not going to spoil it, because none of you have seen it, and I don't... I, I would thoroughly recommend you all to watch wait, it. Why wouldn't you spoil it if we've not seen it? Wait, if we're not going to watch... Wait, carry on, sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it because I want... Some, I want you to watch it. Obviously, you don't have to, but I think it'll be good. Because it's one of those shows which is so trippy in the sense that there's so much going on and it's so layered that it's just rife for theories. Yeah, but and isn't it just humans create this little Western world and then the people from the Western world come out and then fuck up humans? No. No, it's so, the guy gives them a... He gives them other emotions, doesn't he? Well, so it's almost like iRobot, but in a well, Western. It's a, yeah, so the plot of it is that we don't know when in time this is set, right. but essentially there's a company who have created, in want of a better word, a theme park right. where there are guests will go and they interact with what they call hosts, so essentially right. androids. AI. And these are these androids are programmed... Um, to kind of be as human as possible. Right. So they have kind of... They don't... A lot of them don't know that they're hosts. Right. Um, but they're kind of programmed not to question things that might be kind of anachronistic to them. Right. So if you said, oh, yeah, my Lamborghini, they would just... It wouldn't register to them. Right. So they wouldn't be like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> um, but so, like, guests can basically pay to go there and interact with them, and then each host is part of a s- several storylines so right. if you choose so they'll be on their set they call them loops so two androids will be talking about something yeah. and then you if you choose to interact with one of them and t- go to the forest then that sets off another storyline right, right, so right, it's right, all right. kind of very organic and 
try and be realistic and basically you can shoot and fuck as many of them as you want and that's basically what the big appeal of it is right um, so you can commit crimes and basically yeah, basically. yeah. Um, and the hosts can't hurt you oh right um, but then what happens is you. So, so you see a lot of plot from Westworld the western setting so with that that you can shoot and I'd assume kill a host. Yeah, does and they that, bleed. That, does that then mean that host is gone for another guest, or is it? No. So what happens is, right. so that's basically like, at the end of the day or the end of their storyline, they will sense. get re- they will get pulled out, cleaned up, and sent back in. Right. And they don't have any, you know, they don't have a memory of what happened right. before. Right. Um, so they just do the same loop yeah. every time. Uh, and then so then you also see kind of the corporate side of it. So you've got Jeffrey Wright's character Bernard. Um, and uh, Anthony Hopkins is the creator, he plays Ford. Um, what they've done an update to the hosts to make them, that they've called reveries, which is like even more nuanced emotion. Right. Um, so like little twitches or little kind of things that make them even more human. Mm. Um, but that seems to have caused an issue with some of the hosts because some of the hosts start remembering previous plot lines. So like uh-huh. once they change a narrative, they might reuse a host and put, so you might have been uh, a cowboy once but now you're a piano player or something right, right, but then they right. start remembering these things and they think that they're real memories and they're becoming affected by them right and that's influencing their choices which yeah. means that they break their loops which right. means that they're kind of not as in control that like the corporate side is not in control as much as they want to be yeah. couldn't they just un- undo the update but the whole point is that these hosts some of them are starting to become more and more sentient so, in a, so, there's a, the big theme of this is what is it to be human? Yeah. And, you know, there's a part in one of the episodes where Anthony Hopkins is saying that he used to have a partner who helped create the theme park and he was hoping that the hosts would become uh, sentient and have genuine consciousness. And it starts with... So he, he envisaged it like a pyramid. So you have at the bottom memory... So when they start remembering, then they can learn from their mistakes. And yeah. that leads to self-improvement, I think. And then they never got to the third part. But then, you know, so it's, um, yeah, it's all about, like, what's happening, whether they're becoming conscious yeah. or, or... And I can't really say too much more without major plot spoilers, but it's really interesting. And I smashed the first series out in, like, three days. Yeah. It's very, very dense. So mm. if you watch an episode, watch an episode. Like, right. proper... Engage. Engage with it. Because there's things that I was... I was doing that and there's still things I missed. Yeah. And I was reading up it afterwards and I was like, oh, that makes sense. But it, it's so clever. It kind of... It's unexpected. You A lot of the time you're going to be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. But it does all sort of make sense. It all moulds. Yeah. And I would thoroughly recommend it. Yeah. Um, so hopefully some of you will watch, watch it. Watch it on Now TV. Yeah, Sky Atlantic, HBO, anything, anything like that. I'm just not very good at Western, so I probably won't watch it. I'm not gonna lie. Fair enough. Yeah. But it's it's like a Western setting, but it's not. Yeah, like... I've seen the first episode. All oh, right, fair enough. But yeah, I would thoroughly recommend that. Um, another fi- uh, TV show which I'd recommend is Safe, which is on Netflix. That's so... the one with uh, Dexter in it. Yeah. So I think you mentioned it last week, did you? That you? Yeah, you didn't. Oh yeah, or or a few weeks ago, whenever. Have we you did. watched last week? I've watched the first 
full five sides. So it's about um, uh, Michael C. Hall's character. Um, his daughter goes missing, and it's basically like he's trying to find her. And then there's all these like other subplots, like right. her boyfriend is found dead, and um, yeah, everyone is basically shady. Yeah. Because one family covers up the murder of the kid because it happened at their party because they thought it happened at their party, but it didn't really happen at their party. Nobody was just left there or something like that, isn't it? And yeah, so it's it's all very like everyone's shady, lots of red herrings. Yeah, I think I don't know what you think of it, Chris. Five episodes in, but I feel like it's quite melodramatic. Yeah, in the sense that like the way everyone just seems to overact, and it's very it is quite cheesy in some yeah. points. It's almost um, like a soap. Yes, definitely, yeah. definitely. But I think the mystery of it was entertaining enough for me to keep watching have you finished and, it then yeah and it's quite an easy watch um season two i don't think there'll be a season okay. two um i hope not it's one of those one and done one should and be. Done, yeah. um yeah. the perpetrator the person who you know perpetrates it all is unexpected but what for me kind of let it down a bit is they kind of throw you these red headings so you red herrings so you said like la- uh, last week that the guy's best mate is a bit of a shady character. Yeah. And he's played by a guy called Mark Warren, who's in Hustle and... Um, what's it called? Mad Dogs and things like that. And he just looks and normally plays a bit of a shady character. Yeah. So you think, oh, this guy's dodgy. And then, you know, he gets put under suspicion, but then he kind of wangles his way out of it. But what happens is each time there's a character and they do something shady, or it appears that something's shady, they always have a an alibi. And... That's always kind of right, so they're always vindicated. They're, they're always um, absolved. Yeah. But surely, in a good mystery, there should be another kind of triple bluff in the sense that someone's good but has an alibi, but is actually still bad. Yeah. But there's none of that. Mm. So that kind of I was kind of expecting some of these characters to actually be a bit more layered than that. Yeah. But it was kind of just like at the end of one episode, it'll be like this person looks dodgy. Next episode, it's like. No, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, ah. Oh. So it was entertaining, and yeah. I would recommend it, but it's not it's not groundbreaking. It's not like the best mystery TV show yeah. I've ever seen. Okay, and talking about uh, another TV show, we've got Amateur. Uh, it's, it's a film. Actually. Oh, it's a film? Yeah, it's a Netflix. Netflix original, apparently. Um, it's about... So I was... I've seen it like advertised on uh, on Twitter and Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. So I thought I'll watch it at some point, but I'll just put it to the back of uh, back of my list because I'm not really like itching to watch it or anything. But somebody tweeted and they got a retweet saying, "Oh yeah, Amateur's one of the greatest films I've ever seen." So I was like, okay. "Oh right." So I was like, "All right, it's then. one of those." I'll give it. I'll give it. I a bet watch. it's not one of the best films <laughs> you've ever seen. I'll give it. I was like, "Okay, I'll give it a watch." So uh, I don't think any of you watched Power, but the kid who's I did. The, okay, the son in Power. Uh-huh. He's like the main character in this. Okay, and it's a kid called uh, Tyrone, England, Tyrone. And he's uh, basically he's like a basketball prodigy, basically, and um, it's basically a film about him going from his crappy basketball team to a good team, like a private school, well, private school team, but it's basically quite shady, and everything's not really like as it seems. Like the links from the from the team to the school are like dubious at best, and you know there's like shady deals going on and whatnot. And basically, what happens is. Uh, this kid's sick, yeah, but he can't. He he can't. Um, he's basically got like dyslexia, but for maths. 
So like he can't really see numbers properly. Mm. So Dysnumeracy, like, I think it's yeah something like that. So like um, he can't tell like how much times it's in the game, what the score is, and stuff like that. In it like that guy. Is it JR who didn't pass? JR Smith, yeah. Hey, good, pass the good ball. one. Well done. That's <laughs> <laughs> the basketball reference. Good for you. Um, look, keep it up with pop culture. Hell yeah, man. Good for you, Glenn. Finger on the pulse. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, basically, um, his mum and dad aren't... I think his dad played fo- American football when he was young, and I think he like took too many hits to the head, so he's a bit like messed up in the head. Um and his mum's a teacher and she just wanted to like, get a good education and be able to like do maths and stuff like that. Um, and basically the dad does some, basically takes money from the private school scout to get the kid to go to school, to go to their school and start playing basketball for them, which you're not allowed to do. Um, but obviously they keep, they try and keep it under wraps. So Keep it hush hush. Yeah. So this kid thinks he's going to like, this amazing, like prestigious school, whatever. Gets to this school, it's like he's like staying in some like run down flat, sharing a room with like six people and stuff like that. Mm. And the team's good, so like, and he's playing basketball, he's good, and all that's fine. But like, um, they're basically telling him, like, you've got practice all day, you can't go to school, you can't, well, you can't do all your lessons, blah blah blah. They get people to take the test for them and stuff like that. Mm. And basically, like, he himself is quite concerned, and obviously, his mum's quite concerned because the kid's only like 14 and he's yeah. not really even getting any education or anything like that. So there's that. I mean, they don't, really, they don't really solve that in the end, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, he has kind of like, trouble because he's only 14 and uh, everyone else is, like, you know, 17, 18. So he like, has kind of trouble at the start of like, getting into the team, but eventually he gets in because, obviously, the kid's good. And um, then he has trouble learning the plays because they run plays by numbers. So they say, like, 40, and then the, that's the play and stuff like that. And, obviously, because he's shit with numbers and he's shit with left and right, he doesn't really know what he's doing. So he figures out a way to sort that out. Eventually he sorts it out and he gets good, does whatever. And then they go to this like tournament. They his dad loses his job. And basically he begs the coach of the team who recruited him to get to give his dad a job. Basically working as like a scout of sorts. And so then they go to this tournament thing and um they play like one of the best teams in the country or whatever and they lose by like two points, so that's neither here nor there really. And the dad's basically telling his son like you need to start taking more shots and to make this more about you rather than the team game because like these coaches are just going to use you anyway so yeah. they can't use you anymore so you need to you think of a ways to use them as much as you can to try and get as far ahead as you can blah 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 blah, blah. and then the kids like were upset because they lost or whatever and then he follows his dad and his dad's like having some secret meeting with uh, the coach and basically they're shouting at each other because the dad was like um, trying to get his son to move to a different team basically like a better team and they were like, excuse me, sorry. They were like exposing, like shouting at each other. And the coach was saying like, oh, if you move him to the team, I'll tell him that you took money off us uh, for him to come and play for us, blah, blah, blah. And then we're all screwed. Dun, dun. And the kid overhears this. And for some reason, he decides to record it on, his, on his Instagram or whatever. So like people are like, watching this live. And then he, um, he captures them saying all this shady stuff and then stops the recording. And then he's like looking at his phone for time. And he's like, like, it's like he just realised that he, oh yeah I was live and he decides to delete the video and then the dad comes out and was like what are you doing here he's like oh, yeah I recorded it all blah blah and he was like oh you need to delete it and he was like oh well, I've just I've got I've gone live so everyone's seen it and I was just like I was just thinking like what kind of idiot would do this because, because and because um, the kid was take, getting like uh, phones and chains and new trainers and all stuff like that yeah you're not allowed to do that basically yeah. because in uh, college sports or sports that could lead to college um, you can't be re- recognised as a professional as soon as you get money or 
uh, any sort of like merchandise and felt that you're considered a professional and you can't play college sports. Yeah. So basically, he gets found out. Um, they find out that he's been paid or whatever. The kid gets suspended. The coach gets suspended, and then um, the kid's like really upset for a while, whatever. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, I've got this idea." And then he goes to his goes to his mom and dad, and he's like, "Oh yeah, me and the coach come up with an idea. Basically, I'm gonna go play overseas, and mom, you can homeschool me because you're a teacher." And they're like, "Okay, cool." And he's getting paid or whatever. And then he's like, oh, "I just want to play one last game." And then it's the game. It's the he plays for his first high school team against the team he left to join and they're like oh because you're suspended you can't play so we can't make this game official blah blah so he's like oh I've got an idea let's go play outside <laughs> and then they all go and play outside and they show him like having fun playing basketball and whatnot and then he like they finish the game don't know what the score is whatever it doesn't really matter and then he like walks up to um the back to this uh, cage and he sees like two kids like playing basketball and smiling and shit and he's just watching them he starts crying and he walks away and the film ends that sounds shit yeah it's not great it is not great. It is, I, I, try, I shit you not, it's not the greatest film of all time. It's not the greatest you film. You need to at the people. I need to at them because that was a fucking lie. It's wow. average. average. The average amount of times I've been duped by that, it's like this yeah. is the funniest film of the year, it's the scariest yeah. horror film of ever. Yeah. Like, And I'm just like. It's all just a marketing ploy. Yeah. Exactly. It's average at best. Wow. Okay, so not a recommendation not, then. Not terrible. It's a shame because I like, I like films about sports, so I was hoping for a bit more, but. Can't, you can't win them all. No. Well, there is a much better content on Netflix, one of which being Evil Genius, which is a documentary. About? Documentary about a um, guy who commits a bank robbery but has a bomb strapped around his neck. I saw this. Um, as in you've seen it or you've... Seen it. Is this Frodo? Is Frodo what? in this? No, this no, is... This is a life. documentary. Oh. Um, <clears throat> and then, like, it's all about whether the guy who robs the bank is complicit in the robbery or whether he was a victim yeah. and there's like a whole kind of larger plot yeah. um, conspiracy kind of not conspiracy but like a deeper crime going on yeah. and it's so interesting it's only four parts it is quite interesting uh, 45 minutes each I can't but, really remember what happens properly but it was decent yeah I would thoroughly recommend it while, like um, because <laughs> and one of the sad things is like in the first episode like the bomb actually goes off this guy's neck and he's yeah. like, it's it's real, it's real, like, please help me. And you see all these American policemen just with guns on him mm. and they and he's like, help me, please, it's about to go off. And then it goes off and they're like, shit. And then they go over to him and start keep pointing at his dead body with a gun. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, his head gets blown off. Oh. Yeah. But then the whole, that happens quite early on in the first episode. But it's like, was he a part of it? Like, is he a victim or is he a... Uh, accomplice. Accomplice, mm. yeah. So... I would thoroughly recommend that. It's yeah. really interesting. Yes. Um, true crime, so that makes it even more kind of harrowing. Yeah. Um, and the kind of suspects are so manipulative yeah. that they it's, very manipulative. it's really tough to, to figure out whether they're lying or they're not because a lot of them are quite sociopathic. Um, I just, and it was kind of like a real-life saw in the sense that, like you know, saw they've got... Kind of. Like, but, uh, bombs around their neck. And it's kind of, that kind of made it a little bit even more... Uh, Harrowing. Is it four episodes on this that same story, or is it like different? Yeah. So the first episode is about the bank heist, and then the second episode is about who they uh, another crime which might link, and then the third's about the suspects, and the fourth's about the confessions. Yeah. So it's I think about forty five minutes each, but yeah. it's proper. Gripping. De- decent watch. Decent watch. There's a um, I can't remember what it's called, but I uh, watched it around a mate's house, and then I watched another episode here. And it's uh, on Netflix, and it's um, 
these people who get prepared for the end of the world. Doomsday preppers. Yeah, the doomsday yeah I've preppers. seen. I haven't seen. Fuck yeah, so like they all have different reasons. Like some people think there's gonna be like an apocalypse. Some people think that uh, solar flare is gonna come and knock out all the electricity in the area. And some people think there's gonna be a financial crash and all yeah. this stuff. And it's it's quite interesting to think here what why people believe it's gonna happen. And it's quite it's also interesting to see how they've prepared. So some of them got stock rooms full of like Cans. food. Yeah. They've like been doing farming. They've got their guns ready. Like some of them even had like. Uh, they do, they uh, do run throughs of what would happen if the electricity went out, and they like got their guns ready, looking around the corner. One of them didn't really make sense because they were doing it in the dark, so then the attacker couldn't see them. But then they would do Morse code, and they would knock. And I was like, well, then you'd be found <laughs> by the attacker if you're doing Morse code. Yeah. And it's quite the, the program's quite good because it says the likelihood that these things would actually happen. And how likely that these people would survive should it happen? Yeah. And most of the time, they're pretty spot on with what they do, and they give they give them advice on how they could be better prepared and stuff. Yeah. But so. they're they're the sort of people that die straight away. <laughs> well, yeah. So there's a there's one guy. I think I would die straight away in any sort of situation <laughs> like that. There's one guy who's proper prepared for it, but he's just so massive. Yeah. That his health would kill him before it would yeah. make any difference yeah. anyway. What would you guys do then to prep for a doomsday situation? If I genuinely thought there was one coming... Pray. Yeah. That's the thing, though. You wouldn't notice it would happen until it happened. Unless I started having the... the Premonition. Yeah, or like thought, oh, it's going to happen. Probably make a bunker in my garden, I guess, and stock it up. Or, I don't know. Lots of tins. Lots of tins. Preserved food, vacuum-sealed bags. I'd get combat ready. Combat ready. <laughs> I'm Fair. killing motherfuckers. Yeah, you can get one of those, like, a uh, camo... Patterned tracksuits from like Topshop, like all the chavs wear. And, uh, no, 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 I'll go full out, I'll get a ghillie suit. Get a ghillie suit. Or you could just do a Drax, just stand there really slowly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like that. Oh, I feel like a lot of tin food, like, you need to heat up. Nah. I, I wouldn't be trying nah, to make no fire. Tin food you can eat, right? Yeah. You don't want cold well, beans well, and cold well, soup. Cold beans, alright. Some, some, it's necessary. That's so what I meant. That's why you die. You're so Although, if there was those beans with the little sausages in it, I would Oi. be like, yes. yes. I would survive on them <laughs> for about three days. And then because I'm... to be fair, you've got one of those in my drawer at work, actually. You, you might Fair. run out of gas. You've got no electricity. Yeah. Nothing also, the thing up. is, though, you've got lots of tins. Need a tin opener. God, that is the essential you thing. You get the ones with... Nah, they, all, they haven't all got rings, mate. Yeah, you get, getting, you like... get ones with rings, Glenn. This is how you prepare. Or you just use a knife going through the side. That is so dangerous, but yes. What if you've only got a butter knife? And think, of all the spilling, think of all the spillage you're going to get from like... Yeah, you'll spill... You and then you're going to cut your face up by trying to drink out of a, sh- a, a jagged no, tea. You, you take around the plastic spoon. It's in your pocket. I could see Glenn just having like... <laughs> he would have like one of the cans of a twifty top, and then he like calls it, and just the thing comes up, and then yeah. and then the can just there, and he has to always got a button on, so he just fucking shoots himself or something. Yeah. Like He's like, fuck it, I can't live like this. Well, if I had a gun, I would probably shoot a hole in the tip. That's a good point. rather than my head. That's a good point. But then that would really that would make a difference. Or I would pull the ring, and I would do it with such force that the entire contents would come out. Interesting. Yeah. Or he'd become Dexter, and or actually, no, you'd become a can- uh, cannibal and just kill people Cannibal. and eat them that'd be alright mm. it's quite an interesting uh, topic of conversation because 
Because um, someone's an actual cannibal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm a serial killer, a wanker. And <laughs> but no, cannibal. Um, um, I'm a right, right a, fucking a sunshine, aren't I? A Walking Dead game. Yeah. Three playable characters. Do not give a flying fuck, mate. We see uh, Andrew Lincoln said he won't be. Good segue. He won't be doing um, season 10. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, 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 they offered 20 million to Norman Reedus to start Rick, lead it. Rick dies anyway. Well, apparently he's still alive in the comics, isn't he? Mm. I thought he died. No. Oh. I don't think anyone really cares about Walking Dead anymore, do they? Mm. I certainly lost interest. I never, I never did care about it. Yeah. God, I hope he. <laughs> yeah, no, I lost interest in it. Yeah. It was very boring after a while. Fair enough. Oh, Obes, are you upset with our zombie? Uh, upset with it? Up to date. Oh, <laughs> I'm about three episodes behind. Are you upset with it as well then? I don't know. Are Sorry. you upset with it? It's alright. Um, Why has it done wrong? Um, no, don't get me wrong, but um, I, enjoy, I quite admire how. I suppose it must be nice for uh, the actress who plays uh, Liv, Rose, something. She basically gets to do like a different character. Oh, yeah, character, that's, like, yeah, every that's episode. it. Which is because obviously she eats a brain and she becomes the personality of the person whose brain she ate. So she gets to like pick up those traits. And it must be like, quite refreshing for her to be like, oh, okay, this guy, this one I can play. You know, I She play. must have good acting chops. Yeah. She's good, she loves to be there. She's, nah, she's, she's, well she's good. good, yeah, she's very it's, good. I think it, the thing with it, it's actually quite a basic programme, yet it's really good. Mm. Like, I really appreciate it. And I, I do also appreciate that they're only going to do another season after this. Because mm. in our current state, people know that they're zombies. And they've sectioned them off from the rest of the world in New, New Seattle. Right. And it's kind of like finding the balance between humans and zombies at this point in time. Mm. That's all I can really say if you're only on episode three. But, um, I've got three episodes on three episodes oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, my bad. It must be quite nice to know that a series is coming to an end because a lot of the series that you keep up with, you like, like you've seen last week, you're only keeping up with it because you started it. Started yeah. it but. Yeah. The, for me, the fact that you don't know when it's going to end, it's like, I can't stick with something if I don't know how yeah. it's going to go on for. Because you could, it could go on for like Supernatural, like 14 seasons. And if you're not into it, then, you're like, yeah. that is a lot of time you're yeah. wasting. To be fair, I, I much pref- I think I actually really, much, I prefer when someone else is watching a, a series and there's like f- four seasons. I just love binge watching, man. I find it so... Yeah. Sick. Yeah, well, that's what I did with Westworld. Like, yeah. just, we just absolutely. Well, I did that with Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead. Game of Thrones is back on our TV now, so I'm gonna smash out series six and yeah, seven they again. Yeah, brought out every single episode, as it's advertised on Sky. Yeah. Watch every every single episode now. I will be doing that. Did you carry on with Krypton? I'm on episode six. To finish episode six. Yeah. Does it get? Is it good? It's so. It's all like again. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. It's interesting because obviously I don't really know much about you know Superman and Krypton yeah. and that stuff. You know, it's nice to have they're giving like a little, little new spin on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're gonna do another one about his great 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 grandfather as well. <laughs> it's the thing spin off and spin off. Like <laughs> I'm that joking. Alf- I was joking. I was joking. <laughs> that Alfred <laughs> thing just is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't understand that. So no. what was you gonna say? Wait, hold on. What, what was you gonna say anyway? Before you really interrupt me, Chris. I always really interrupt. It's um, okay. I was going to say they're kind of doing this so as far as I've gotten um, Adam Strange or whatever his name is I think it's Adam Strange yeah they're basically trying to find uh, Brainiac or whoever he's controlling to stop him from bottling up the city da, da, yeah. da, and they basically bump into this guy who's supposed to be I think the leader of Black Zero or something like that but it actually turns out to be 
um, another general Zod, but from right. our present day, I suppose, gone back oh, in right. time to um, to stop shit. What does, what does he want to do? Fuck, can't remember. But he wants to basically he wants to do something the, to stop the someone. opposite of what Adam Strange wants to wants. So I think he wants Brainiac to keep let let it happen. Yeah, basically. So let Krypton get destroyed and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure why. I haven't really explained that yet. I'm hoping that's coming in the next episode. Okay. But yeah. You know, there's like, and there's like little, uh, little nuggets here and there and they're like trying to conspire a plan to, um, what's the nuggets? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're trying to like conspire a plan, um, House Vex, I think they're, like, they're trying to conspire a plan to, um, overthrow the voice of Rao, which is the many right. first god guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so they're like trying to. They're recruiting. They recruited um the other the one of the generals on. You know the woman. Yeah, yeah. They recruited yeah. her basically, and she's like had to recruit a couple of people, and they killed someone the other the other episode. So yeah, they're trying to like install their plan on him now. I'm not sure how it's going to work because Brainiac's actually taken over the voice of Rao's head, so I don't know how oh, that's right. going to come into effect. I don't yeah, know if yeah. he has like powers and shit. I'm not sure. So yeah. Three episodes, four episodes to go, I think. So, yeah. It's alright. I mean, it's keeping me, it's keeping me vaguely interested. Yeah. yeah. Fair, fair play. Are there any films coming out? Like, decent... I mean, I, I'm not in, I'm not that interested in Jurassic World. No, I'm, I'm not, not going either. to see it, but I'm Incredibles not Incredibles 2. Ant-Man Wasp. Mm, I'll watch Ant-Man the Wasp. Not bothered about Incredibles 2. Um, but that's for me. I heard a theory. Um, tag? Tag. Um, What's Tag? A game of Tag. Yeah, it's, oh. it's got Jeremy Renner and stuff. He broke oh, both his arms yeah. in one of the scenes. Did he? Yeah. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I just feel like the first quarter of the year had like quite a lot of decent mm. films, and the second quarter's just it's not great. It's dry. Pretty shit. It's yeah. dry. I agree. Makes me want to just go and watch Avengers again. Do you think the World Cup has? <laughs> I'm watch it. Any... I think the World Cup Probably, yeah. has an impact, but to be fair, the US isn't in the World Cup, and they're not biggest fans of football but so. it is the biggest televised event in the world isn't yeah it? but a lot of their so a lot of American films they want to do well domestically as well as internationally so they can always release these films like in or around the World Cup maybe just hold off on the worldwide release for a bit but considering we're still two weeks away from the World Cup like so the fact that we've only had like three big releases is pretty I mean, it probably is a combination of the World Cup and Avengers, but... Yeah. It seems like they stopped doing uh, Screen Unseen as well, Odeon. Yeah, that's... Which is annoying, because I quite enjoyed... Yeah. Obviously, I didn't enjoy a lot of them, but I liked the concept of them. Yeah. So... Bring it back. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone want to mention anything else before we wrap up? Legion got renewed for season three. Great. How was season two? Uh... I stopped watching season one. It's alright. I stopped watching season one. I'm on episode two. I'm not that invested. Fair enough. Well, on that bombshell, uh, thank you for listening to episode 53. <laughs> Shit point to end it on. Please do tweet us at podcast 17 You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes under Your Average Critics. And we also did a little Instagram live for us today. So uh, we're also under Your Average Critics on Instagram if you want to check that out. He did it, 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 it on Obi's Instagram. Instagram. It was my Instagram I did it on. Oh. I don't have the, the way Average Critics Instagram. Details. Very spontaneous Fair movement enough. from Obi. Do you want to give out your Instagram? No. 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 Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Well, I'll try and read. I mean, I would, that. but like, it's just my name, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, no. Can, I, can you retweet things on Instagram? I don't know. I don't, I don't think you can. Not really. No one is live as well. My Instagram is 
Instagram is ob underscore fourteen. Ob underscore fourteen. That's Oscar Bravo Indigo underscore fourteen. Just wrap it up, mate. <laughs>